Big thanks to Earthquaker Devices for sponsoring today's show. If you're looking for awesome handmade guitar effect pedals and great prices, head over to EarthquakeDevices.com. That is www.EarthquakerDevices.com. You're going to be using them in Europe, right? All day. <laughs> Everything is handmade and optimized to bring you the best sound quality with the coolest vintage feel. Use the offer code SHOTSFIRE to get 10% off your order. What? Help us by supporting them. All right, let's start the show. Shots fired. What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning to Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and performance art. We're going to have on Peanut Butter Wolf a little later today, the head of Stone's Throw Records, a very well-known DJ, about to go on a tour for the Stone's Throw Soul Tour with Dame Funk and Myrony. Sitting here next to No Can Do, f- fervently texting, tweeting, Instagramming, Facebooking all at once. It's a man of many talents. Uh, what's up, bro? I have to tell you that I'm not tweeting, I'm not Instagramming, and I'm not Facebooking at all. Lately, lies that I tell. I got an iPhone, but I'm like, I'm feeling like a BlackBerry dude these days. I just want to just text and or email, you know, because uh, like tweeting, mm-hmm. I feel like, all right, like <laughs> I, 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 I texted my, my buddy this, this comment. I was feeling real emo one day, mm-hmm. and I was like, I really hate rapping. And I really hate talking, and I feel like uh, like when I'm when I'm when I'm doing those things, two things when I don't want to, but when I feel like I should have to, I feel like I'm being like kicked in the balls, while 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 being forced to do it, you know. Yeah. So like I don't really I haven't been tweeting for like I don't know if you noticed, but like I'll, I'll randomly do it at three o'clock in the morning. And it'll mm-hmm. be about some Japanese anime shit. Yeah, I feel like you have to liberate yourself from expectations of Twitter. I had that epiphany the other day. I was yeah. like, I can't really, I can't, I can't even, I can't even countenance talking about this on the air. Let's just change the subject entirely. I don't want to. No, get no. I think we should like social media is so it's like a let's hot get topic it among the youth of America and the old people because Facebook is full of old people. Oh, my, my, my mom added me on Twitter last week. Your mom added you on Twitter. And your I, mom is hip. My mom added me on Twitter. But your so, mom owns a store though. Too, yeah, so she so does. She, she owns a store. So my first tweet after my mom added me was, I was like, my mom just added me on Twitter. Now is the time to tell the world that I've never taken drugs and I am in accounting school. Yeah. My mm. mom was like, you're so funny, Jeff. <laughs> I was like, jokes <laughs> on you, mom. I've done lots of drugs and I'm not in accounting school, which I think she got from the tone of the tweet. I'm, I'm pretty sure she got from knowing you all your life. Yeah, I've told my mom I've taken like lots of drugs, but I've like let her know that I've taken them in a very responsible way. Is there a responsible way to take drugs? I think I am the most responsible drug taker I've ever met. Seriously. I've never done like... A drug that you could snort or inject, which are like pretty good. I've never you done. You can snort Molly though, right? Not really. Okay, I mean, I guess you mind. probably I, can, I don't know. but I don't know, yeah. you know, I've never. Um, I mean, I've smoked, you know, smoked like opium and hash and taken mm-hmm. acid, mushrooms. Like you know that Eminem song where he's like, "I don't do smack." I'm not, like, I was pretty yeah. much that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, I have to say, you know, but uh, I drink a lot of green tea <laughs> sometimes when I'm fucked up on those things. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I I just still don't think like green tea guys. I, I still don't think like every everybody every everybody that I've, I've, I'm around, you know, they're just like I, 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 for a while at low end, everybody had this big psychedelic phase, and they're really? like, you should do acid or mushrooms or DMT. It'll well, open up your I mind. The DMT thing, yeah. A couple of people that I offered to sell me DMT, I was like tempted to take that, but I'm just like, fuck no, I'm not gonna. You know what opens up your mind? To go to the fucking beach. And just sitting there and thinking for a little bit, bro. On weed brownies. Not on weed brownies. <laughs> you know, the fucking Gatorade. You know, uh, but with, whatever. <laughs> with maybe a that's fine why. glass of 
Mountain Frost Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lemon Pepino, A frosty homie. jug of lemonade. Lemon Pepino. And y'all don't know about that shit unless you're on the fucking Southwest. Lemon Pepino I'll Gatorade tell you what's embarrassing about, it, about um, social media, though, is when you'll be on Facebook and like then there'll be like certain person likes like six photos on Instagram and it's like all like ratchet girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, just like ratchet girl selfies. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it needs to just have a caption underneath be like, the thirst is real. No, dude, hey, one time my buddy posted a picture of some, like, you know, uh, girl with a nice posterior. And this is what I, this is like. Gluteus Maximus, would you say? Instagram photo, right? Yeah. And then I fucking liked it. Like, I was like, ha, 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 that's, that's, you know, nice ass. And then my (laughs) wife hit me up, like, seconds later. You can't be, you can't be liking shit like that. You're, you're gross. And I was just like, how did you know? And it was Facebook. Yeah. Oh, because it said you like that. Yeah. Now, I I refuse to like actually the the Instagram ratchet selfie photo because it's just like I'm not gonna validate your <laughs> like if you're posting that photo, you know that you look attractive or you're desperate for validation that I'm not gonna give to you because I would like if if someone's like oh I'm reading I'm like maybe I'm the asshole I'm like such a pretentious fuck but I'm like oh if you're reading a book that I liked I'd maybe like I would like that you know or like mm. a funny joke or something but like I'm not gonna like validate like girls who are just being like I I expect more from women I expect them to you know I mean I don't I don't I expect more from everybody but that just doesn't happen so I'm an asshole and it doesn't happen for me. Yeah, I don't validate it. I like bad bitches that have nice legs and ass and cleavage well, who and pretty doesn't? hair and all that shit. Who doesn't? But check this out. You see those same girls that you see on Instagram, and they're all you know beautiful and curvy and whatever. And then you meet them, and they're like four foot two, oh, the and they're angles. weird, yeah. and they're fucking like you know they're like you can see the weave tracks in their hair and like too much makeup. Yeah. Like those girls, like those Instagram pics aren't that hot. Like I don't like I like fucking like the King magazine models and shit that, like that. I also like the King magazine models. But you see it, you do once. <laughs> you see him in public like these are mis- like these chicks are misproportioned they're like a fucking Rob Liefeld drawing you yeah. know like yeah so I don't know uh, yeah, King Magazine. Disproportion. King, who subscribes to King Magazine? Is it just like jail people? Like, is it people in jail? Yeah, King, King Magazine is popping in. No, I bet you they don't let you have that in jail. <laughs> they should. They should let you have anything you want in jail. As far as I'm concerned, with the exception of like, you know, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Razors, like, and razors, and guns like and that. stuff. Yeah, I don't think that should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, now, they take everything away from guys in jail. But guys in jails figure out how to get those things in. Yeah, prison guards. It, it, oh, you know about it. Yeah, it, <laughs> I'm not just your average white person, James. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Oh, speaking of jail, bro, I I've been watching Orange Is the New Black with my wife. Yeah, on Netflix. How's that? I heard it's good. Yeah, it's, it's it's about like you know a chick that went to jail for something she did like nine years ago because she got uh she somebody you know turned state evidence on her uh-huh. as you know even though she had a small part in the in the whole crime uh-huh. or whatnot. Uh, but so like I, when I when I went to jail for that little fucking weekend yeah. like last year, and they had us in court downstairs and like all this is how they had it separated. There's one room where there's like all the black guys and like maybe like. Asian and Samoan guys. Yeah. Then there's another room where there's all the Mexican and white guys, and then there's another room where there's all the chicks. So it's like this room with all, all, all the bl- all the blacks and others, <laughs> this room with all the chicks, and this room with all the Mexican it's and white guys. How the Samoans get lumped in? I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to tell you why. <laughs> all right. But you know, the ch- in the in the room with the chicks, right? 
Dude, they were fucking singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> they're fucking playing cards. They're reciting poetry. It's not even funny, bro. Like, Orange like you summer wa- camp. <laughs> yeah, you watch Orange is the New Black, and it, like it, it, that shit looks fun. You watch Oz, and it was fucking like rape, and people were getting beaten in the head with weights. And like, but this is like, like I don't know, man. Like, women are, are so much better at enjoying when, life than we are. <laughs> even when women are evil, they're still way better than the like the most like turned down males. Yeah, there's a chick in that movie. She's like the the uh, Puerto Rican mother of this one inmate, the chick in that show. She is the worst villain. She's the Adabisi of it. Like she yeah. she like her 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 daughter got pregnant by a guard, uh-huh. and then she's basically extorting the guard with the fucking baby. The guard is like fucking dude. It's just crazy. He's just played by Rick Ross. She <laughs> she's the worst villain <gasps> ever. I will not take your extortion. Wow, Orange, <laughs> you should be an Orange is a New Black. But like no, like she's she's extorting you. This crustacean. <laughs> No, she's extorting him. Yeah. Yeah. I but I don't know. It's Rick Ross. That's like the say crustacean. Um <laughs> it's always fun. I'm eating crab meats. So there's some fucked up shit I hear going on with uh Daylight. Yes. Um, this is his weekly party that he throws every Sunday at Outwater Village. Alright, so But I haven't been to because I'm the worst co host ever and I've been writing. Nah, hey dude, my my cousin speaking of jail, my cousin now is in jail for fucking ten years and has been out for like two months. He hasn't gone yet either because he only wants to hang out with Crips. And I'm like, you need to come. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's not a good way to not me, go back to jail. Let me just introduce you to some like beautiful women that are into out that enter into outgoing things and not like gangbanging. Yeah. And like let me let me help change your life. Like Marcel, yeah. why? Yeah. He was he was like, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be hanging out with you, yeah. and, you know. But like, but fucking, so that, Marcel that, has a good attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Continue. But, but so you know, uh, the fucking basically, I got a call, uh, I got a text the night before that said, "Hey, how's it going? We need to talk at 11:40." Yeah. I was like, "This can't be good." Uh-huh. Then Never I was really. washing my car the next morning, and then uh, I got a text like, "Can you talk now?" I was like, "All right, fuck it." Picked up the phone and I was like, so tell me the bad news. And like, oh, well, we got a noise complaint and the neighbors are complaining about maybe smelling marijuana smoke and this and yeah. that. And I was like, so are we doing anything illegal? And then she was like, no, but like, so like, like, but they wrote into the city. I was like, so how about this? We'll just stop them from, you know, no, yeah. no weed smoking in the smoking patio. You know, uh, we'll, we'll keep the noise down. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and granted this night. Like okay, the first night had 120 kids. Second night had 150 kids. Yeah, the I've third night the had 350, I've... and wow. then the, the the night after that had 320. That's crazy. The the legal capacity of the place is 250. Mm-hmm. So this is the most this is the most successful. I mean, I haven't n- thrown shows honestly. It's hard to get more than 200 people that period. Yeah, like, it's really hard. And this is all local guys. All the all the acts are local, you know. Yeah. But the most successful night that they have, they're fucking throwing it to the wayside. Yeah, I've never even heard of this place before. No, it, it's it, I only use it because the place is beautiful and it's right next to my studio. Yeah, but uh, I fucking you know they so they canceled on me. So uh, I'm I'm willing and dealing. I'm finding a new spot. I want I want to start. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm you know well right now I'm in Europe as you know we're releasing this while I'm in Europe right now. Yeah, right. So when I get back, I, I hope to start on the 25th of August and just go big and really I just want to stunt and mm-hmm. then like you know uh, have like a lot of money in my hands and like be in front of like a, cr- a, cr- a crowded you be like place. Samson Simpson in the half-baked movie yeah but have, <laughs> I have a lot of money in my hands at a crowded place in that you know at the new venue with, and then I'm gonna take a fucking strippers. I'm gonna take a selfie that says scare money don't make none and then I'm gonna send it to them because really cause <laughs> is, what, that a, is that did you come up with scared money don't make none nah that's just an that old is that saying a, okay yeah yeah but you know I was like gonna say that's so that's really good. Yeah, no, but fucking, 
like basically that venue i love them they thanks for take taking the chance on on my my idea yeah. that we can throw indie rap parties yeah. free indie rap parties on yeah. sunday you prove you you guys helped me prove that right yeah but uh you know, like the, at the airliner with Low and Theory, like they look out for us. Yeah. They look oh, yeah. Out, <laughs> yeah, they do. They look out for us. We've been through fucking like kids getting robbed in the front. They had like the police patrol the neighborhood. They, 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 uh, they fuck with it, even though the fire marshal like was hassling us for a whole week. year. Yeah. You know, like they, so like this, this place basically just out of a fucking neighbor complaint, they yeah. just, they just fucking bitched out on White us. people call them NIMBYs. Yeah. A NIMBYs? A NIMBY. That, that sounds like something you can win. A knot in my backyard. A knot in my backyard. A NIMBY. Oh, yeah. So we got a NIMBY. You got a NIMBY. How do you... Like, okay, yeah. I'm an IMBY. Yeah. Oh, my well, God. During my... Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> during my days as a legitimate journalist, I knew that term. Um, as a community-based organizer. Um, yeah, that's fucked up. It's also... Yeah, other things in the... Also, which is fucked up. I was I joked about it at the performance art. But I was going to say about the Death Grips thing. We kind of mentioned it earlier. And you're like, what's that? And I was like, oh, we'll talk about it in there. But... Mm-hmm. Um, so fucking death grips they didn't show up to Lollapalooza mm. and they were like they they uh, they didn't show up to a club show beforehand yeah. and then they don't show up to their actual date um, was it the club show like on a tour heading to Lollapalooza, to Lollapalooza? no I think it was just like a like a one off like they got booked at Lollapalooza which is I mean like, no I mean, but the club show what was the club show it was like a night before show okay so who who got sick who got who fucking got food poisoning in, in that group uh, who ate the potato salad? No, nah, they thought it was in the party. They thought that it was like they they, they are they're like so they put up record they put out music there then unmanned drum kit and that's it and then like there was a giant screenshot of an emailed suicide note and that was their fucking they, they thought they're like it's performance art I'm like yeah performance art in 2013 you don't even have to show up <laughs> it's like not performance art if no one's performing mm-hmm. you know no if no one's performing can't really have performance art you know what back in the day they used to call just call that ripping off the promoter yeah back in the day they used to call it you're an asshole <laughs> yeah, like and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you you would get sucked for that yeah you um, know, you, somebody like that's why like promoters had goons yeah <laughs> like because they would do shit like that so you you didn't do that but yeah it's pretty wild that they did that and like i don't know you you you, you like them didn't you you like them no i fuck with them heavy dude i yeah, feel like i always thought they sucked like look look they have three great like there's a bunch of stuff that like I, I that I, I I can't listen to. I don't like. It's not my style of music, but they do it well. But then there's a few songs that go really hard. Yeah, and, I mean, I can see and that. The, I, I want to say like that was one of the best performances that I've seen at Low and Theory, mm-hmm. and and uh, and other places. Like the dude Ride like puts his all into like all his performances. Zach Hill is uh, he's a good drummer. Amazing I'll drummer. Say that. Yeah, he's a good drummer. And they're and they're and they're keyboardist and like you know and sound trigger guy. You know, I feel he, that rapper he, sucks. He's on. He doesn't suck, man. He just he's doing a, a a a good version of a different style of rap. Like I feel like Black Hearts are a good version of that style of rap. Nah, I don't know. Black Hearts are good, but I don't think they're going. He's going for like a uh, they're going for like best lyricist lyricist of the year award. I feel like it's going for the ODB kind of the eccentric. Yeah. Like it's the character. The character is hard. I don't know. You don't think so? Uh, I'm gonna go with Sacramento rap. Still not good. And what brother Lynch hung, bro? Yeah, brother, uh, no. play, hey, I play, never like brother Lynch. Play, hung. play Excalibur, but, nah, but you brother, know who's alright? Hold on, uh, we, we have to play fucking play Excalibur. Raekwon had a rapper from there, like Doe Money Green or something. Fucking was alright. Mean Mean Doe Green was alright from Sacramento. 
Uh, man. He was all right from Sacramento. I mean, no green. But you just think that because Raekwon thinks it. Well, Raekwon is never wrong about anything except anything from the years 1998 to Raekwon 2007. Raekwon helped me pick out my after prom outfit, bro, when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, you just was. wore the ice cold? Yeah, it, it was at, Wu-Tang? It was like Wu wear <laughs> at, at Macy's Men's. I probably said that shit on this podcast before. It was Pelly Mace, Pel. Macy's Men's store over at the Beverly Center. My mom took me there, and I was oh, holding up a there. blue Aberex shirt. I've been there. And I was like, he was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. like I got these blowy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. Worn at the Wu- only worn once at the Wu Mansion. Um, yeah. So were you gonna do something? Were you gonna pull up something, or was that? Yeah, just- I'm, I'm not that quick at typing. I need a fucking BlackBerry. Uh, Excalibur, Excalibur. Oh, we can put the song there we and go. alienate our listeners, and then we're gonna go into a break, and then we're gonna come back with Peanut Butter Wolf. Dude, hey, the songs that I play, motherfuckers like that shit, yo. Yeah, vote. <laughs> so I think someone was going to call shots, but I don't know. I haven't checked that in a week. No one calls shots. Fuck them. Uh, okay. Fuck you people for not calling shots and just listening and Wait. enjoying the fruits of our non-labor. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Ex- Excalibur. Pause. I, I feel bad to say pause. I'm going to be real because I don't care if someone thought I was gay. I'm like, okay, you thought I was gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> like whatever I'm not gonna pause I don't think ever yeah I don't I kinda think it's funny people that pause all the time I kinda think it's funny that people sus. do cause it's like <laughs> so someone thought you were gay who cares yeah like whatever yeah, so you might know. have more girls around you like it'll work out to your benefit I promise my gay you. little brother-in-law bro when he yeah. has like like his house we do, now he's of drinking age so like but when he used to have house parties like the 18 to 21 yeah age, my wife's gonna hate this but dude there used to be just like Badass white girls twerking in the, in the building all the yeah. fucking time, and yeah. I loved it. And this is before it was cool to twerk. Hey, we actually know. Yeah, let's do it. Let's play some shots. Yeah. Yeah, this is like some mob, mob music. Yeah, I, like this. I thought it was more horrorcore shit. The shit that I heard. Nah, I mean, but that's, that's what yeah. made him famous. He was the yeah. best at that. At horrorcore, I don't know. I think Gravediggers. Oh no, I like Gravediggers. Oh no, Gravediggers was campy compared to Brother Lynch. Huh? I think horrorcore should always be campy. Okay, <laughs> like, I feel you. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really think it should be realistic unless it's like just gangster music. But this, it was like gangster shit that was also horrible. Like, like Gravediggers. Tales from the Hood. It's, no, it was like PCP. Starring Clarence Williams. Dude, PC, it was like PCP stories. Yeah, that's Gang bang PCP stories. PCP story. story. It's been a minute since I've heard a good PCP story. I've heard some good ones. All right, this is cool. Let's play some shots before we bring in Wolf, actually. I lied. All right, cool. Shots All right. Is that a... <laughs> Okay. That was a shot. That was that was a good shot. All right. Oh no. my god, I'm that guy's hilarious. I'm clicking the wrong thing. All right. Oh yeah, you there are. There we go. Okay, I was like that What's guy. Up? This is Ill Tactics from North Carolina. Got a whole bunch of shots to fire off, man. It's gonna be a long rant. Uh, there was a whole bunch of, I guess, praise calls and uh, 
you know. I mean, that's cool, but, um... <laughs> I'm ready. But I, I hate... definitely have rants and shots. <laughs> my fucking... Um, my skin is getting thicker. North Carolina. Why you, why you set this up? Uh, a lot of talent here, but, um... North Carolina, everything's spread out in general. Um, episode, y'all talking about Cole a bit. Manufactured hip-hop. Um, that was a weird time for me. I couldn't, uh... I didn't buy the Cole album. I bought some of the, uh, tracks off of the album... Um, his mixtape shit was dope. Um, there's so much talent out here, man, but everything is so spread out. And, uh, I recently just had like the illest hip hop band ever, uh, pretty much had to call it quits after a nine year run. Um, opened up for Nappy Roots, Afro Man, um, won a fire shot to Talon Lloyd up in Maryland for basically taking an EP that our band recorded years ago. Okay. This is what and, we uh, created this line for, uh, bro. Uh, staying in contact with me. This is a motherfucking <laughs> shot. No, I got hella shots to fire. Man. Keep going. Uh, Keep going. Twitter, all the social media shit. I'm not a computer person. It's hard uh, to get your network. Uh, I like this guy. Network. Uh, but I got mad dope shit. Still doing my solo thing. So, uh, Ill Tactics, Music Snob. I got a video. It's about to drop. Um, firing shots on music scenes and on your Twitter and all over the place. Early morning style, late night, tactics, Vietnam, nine, NC, East Coast. Uh, you, <laughs> my sir. You, my sir. You guys, by the way. <laughs> you, my sir. What you are, you're the first... The early man that saw the wheel, saw a round object, <laughs> and said, you know what? We can use this for some good. All right? <laughs> Everybody else is fucking jumping through it and shit. And I, not to say the other shots weren't, you know, shot. That was some shots. You shot at the fuck out. That was, I felt like you were a real <laughs> person. Hey, you know. I like the anger. <laughs> I empathized with it. I like how personal it was. Yeah, I agree. I like that it was just random motherfuckers. It felt like the end of Tupac's in him up where he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to shout out Chino XL for no reason, even though we knew the reason later on. What was the reason? The Chino XL. Chino XL, like, basically was saying that Tupac got fucked in jail. Oh, Chino. Chino XL was like, see, that Chino XL and Cannabis and all those guys, those guys gave battle rappers a bad name. And that's why, like, those guys are the reason why they said battle rappers can't make any music. Yeah. Is I mean, part of the reason is because all of their songs, instead of being about life stories and personal perspective, was about, this guy's a this, that guy is a that, hickey, bicky, bicky. Like, it's like, it's like fucking, it, it was like, uh, it was like gossip rag rap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But continue. I feel you. All right. Like he a, had a another, me he had another message, Ill Tactics did, but I. He only got one message right now. All right, um, but I like I like his verve. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hey, shots fired! This is Steve in Minnesota. Hello, Steve. Hey, Minnesota. RJD two. Uh, Dead ringer. I did early too. Stuff. Yeah, it's man, a freestyle over that shit in the car. I used to cry about what in the car. He's been doing since then. But wondering if you can do a DJ episode and talk about instrumental. Oh yeah, we've been meaning to. We can do an instrumental. We can do an instrumental, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily a DJ though. A yeah. producer that yeah. Well, Blockhead is an instrumental producer who doesn't Great DJ. Mm -hmm. What happened to Dessa on that episode? She disappeared. <laughs> that is a long story. I have to talk to Dessa before I, before I, uh, that happens. But basically, <laughs> yeah. I, I said something wrong. 
Is she, is it, she was going to leave anyways, though. I said something. She had, yeah, she, she had for one, she was there in a short time, and she didn't. Basically, we got here 15 minutes late, and she had to go somewhere by three. Um, somehow, I said something on uh, on the podcast that I might have said. I didn't. I didn't, might have said say, that's what she said. A I didn't say times, bitches. I didn't say hoes. I didn't say fucking you know ball gag deep throat whatever fuck. You know, I, which I, you say a lot in your normal life, which yeah. is so odd that you didn't say it in the show. But I I <laughs> use the word broads. I use the word broads. You did use the word broads. And I I said that's what she said a few times, like seventeen. No, no, <laughs> no like two and um. You know, I just thought that we as a as a you know, I some people are really serious, you know. Some people are really serious. And I I, I don't like to be honest, like I didn't know she was that serious and I don't think that she listened to the podcast more than 4 minutes while coming up the elevator to know what she was walking into. She she didn't know that she might have thought that we were going to you know, this is going to be like a place where she can come bust a freestyle and talk about her career yeah. at nauseum, and then we would, <laughs> then we would just praise her. And, and <laughs> you know, uh, Cody's like looking at us like, oh god. But no, I'm, I'm not saying that. Like, no, but there are shows like that. That's but, the truth. Like, yeah. the truth is that their most shows are like that, where yeah. you come in and they're like, "Let me ask you about your career." Now, bust a freestyle for us on air, and they're like, "Oh, go." And you're like, like yeah. it's like monkeys clapping, and you're like, fuck that shit. I hate those shows. I mean, I like the not, ones. Not, not I the like dessert. the ones where they bust the freestyles on air. Yeah, yes. But well, I mean, when they have the swan or the yeah, the, 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 all those things that are based off of that fucking early model, right? Yeah, I mean, but it's uh, fine. shout that, out, you know, some shows. So I, I don't really it's think boring. that she really the world does not need likes this podcast, nor likes likes us per se no and that might have spilled over to earwolf a little bit <laughs> let's just say yeah. i'm not getting any christmas cards from her no hanukkah cards the funny part about it is i love i like i, I love doomtree as a collective i really love laser beaks music james uh what's 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 my boy's name james uh he was like the first tour manager that i went on tour with uh first time i had a tour manager uh when i was young and uh he this dude fucking really like looked out for me and took care of me and he and he like is the one that put me up on all their shit what's his name uh uh james lynch and then pos just played like i I, I really like fuck with them and you know and then she doesn't like me so i just feel like you know yeah uh, i feel like like stopping stop talking all right just stop stop another shot cool another shot yes i'm sorry (laughs) wolf's coming in (laughs) let's edit we're still waiting for wolf let's edit all of that out Unexpected influences. It seemed a little off title. <laughs> what would be some of your influences if you were a rapper, Jeff? <laughs> Who been my influences? It's a good question. Hey, just don't get it. Ludacris. It's one of the best. I don't see how any of these uh, younger cats would have been an influence. I, huh? I'm um, confused. I don't know. I'm baffled. I'm disturbed. <laughs> You're high. He's higher than me, which I res- I'm cutting him off because he's higher than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but You're higher than my a influences, fox bat. Yeah, my, my influences, I would be a very... If you are interested, you should listen to actually probably Zilla Rocca because he probably would be kind of how I would be as a rapper. I tried to rap. Um, I have a white person's voice, a uh, bad case of a white person's voice. So does Macklemore. Yeah, I don't want to be Macklemore. Like, ser- I mean, like, I guess it'd be okay to be Macklemore, but I would secretly hate myself if I was Macklemore because I'd rather be, like, not, I would rather just not suck, <laughs> like, at something, even though, like, a lot of people think Macklemore is amazing. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I had a bad white person's voice, and I, I could freestyle pretty well. 
but I just had a white person's voice. It was I I could rap, I could write, but I just couldn't rap. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Now, back know? on this 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 white guys hating the white rappers thing, like like for instance, right? When it's I was right, yeah. when I when I was younger, I was like, whoa, Hootie and the Blowfish. There's a black guy doing alternative music. Totally. And then when he became Darius Rucker and did country music, I was like, go Darius, <laughs> go. You know, I wasn't listening. I mean, to I it. think they rooted for Eminem. I just don't think they root for Macklemore all the time. You have to be really dope because I think there's a thing with white rappers, and we've talked about it in the air where it's like I talked about this house shoes actually. I saw on the Killer Mike show. And we were talking. About, like, I think Every that. time you see each other, you have that conversation. Oh, yeah, we have it. the nod. We're like, yeah, white rappers, fuck. Because it's like you would have done it if because we were like into hip-hop, but it's like you can't... Um if you'd have that, I, I think probably Aesop Rock would. I was, yeah. I was trying to write like Aesop Rock, and it was so bad. It was yeah, like yeah. fucking Wu Tang, Ghostface, you know, like all that shit. It wouldn't have been that interesting, honestly, if I was a rapper. I'm, I'm pretty happy to write about everything, you know, music. I mean, I like writing about other stuff, honestly, as much as I like writing about music. It just doesn't happen as much. I like writing about basketball, mm-hmm. you know. But like, the truth is, I feel like you either are a musician or you're not a musician. And there's a lot of rappers that um. A lot of white rappers in particular aren't really musicians. They're just rappers. And, like, the only good rappers I tend to like are usually, at this point in my life, at least, are ones that are musicians as well. Mm-hmm. And um, So Macklemore isn't. I wasn't a musician. I, I, I had, like, I could have, I think, maybe been a good producer. I think that would have probably, would, I, I would have probably, you know, that, that would have been, but, like, no, my parents weren't about to be, like, it's $500 to fucking, you know, like here's turntables, and I, I was playing That would have cost you a G, not $500. Yeah, it would have cost me a G, and then records alone are thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And then Serato would have came, and you'd have been like, fuck, I wasted all I wasted this all money. money. So it's cool. I'm, I mean, I, 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 I with love. With that said, this yeah. motherfucker Peter Butterwolf is here. Is he here? I don't know, is I he? I don't think he's here. Okay, then I don't know. Do you see Wolf? I don't see Wolf. I just made it up. Yeah, no. We'll say one more shot, and we're going to stop this. All right, <laughs> How long have we been going for, Cody? 30. 30. The hybrid? Smoking on papaya? <laughs> hey, you got a little, hey, little, little, little delay on your voice. It's, it's your buddy, Shaky in the Skull. What? Who? Your podcast has changed my life in so many ways I can't even begin to explain. I don't know why it would do He's that. He's going to explain, though. I'm really thankful you guys are doing this. Oh, you didn't I explain? I just have a problem with the latest, one of the latest <laughs> episodes. Uh-oh. Unexpected influences. Uh-oh. <laughs> How was Ludacris not an unexpected influence? <laughs> I don't know. I just can't you... comprehend. Oh, give me a break here. How is he not an unexpected influence? I don't know. Have you heard Zero? Anyway, it sounds like his influences are like love Martians. The show. Never liked Jay Z. <laughs> as well as No Can Do. One of my first. Uh, Crushes. Albums was no. Will Smith, Big Willie style. I almost bought that. Getting jiggy with it. La, 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 yeah. la. Stole it from Target. Nice. <laughs> Probably about eleven years old. <laughs> set. Doug life. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired against Target. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Shots fired all over the place. All right. Look. You know what it is. Holler at me. We'll go smoke blunts. Keep it real. <laughs> all right. Love the show. <laughs> I feel like it's like we become like talk radio where it's like, hi, next caller. All right, you're on the air. Yeah, but you're on the air with Jeff West and No Can Do. But it's like unfiltered them. Like, like we're not yeah, like we're not like what they're saying. Yeah, and then like it's awkward. We get to just talk over them when we want to. It's I know. Mm-hmm. All right, Peanut Butter Wolf is about to come in. All right, so let's take this commercial break then. Shots fired! Pow! Shots fired! 
Shout out to Earthquaker Devices and thank you for sponsoring our show again today. They make awesome guitar pedals with a stunning vintage character and modern sound. All the pedals are made by hand so they can maintain their standard of excellent build quality and unmatched tonal possibilities. I'm not a guitarist myself, but I, I've been bored by enough <laughs> guitars that have the same sound, so I think it's really cool that there is a, a device maker like Earthquaker that kind of allows you the kind of range of possibilities and whatnot. Um, ordering from Earthquaker devices means you're supporting a great smaller company, and it means you're guaranteed a quality, one-of-a-kind product. For real, you guys, <laughs> this is the only place you need to look if you're looking for a new guitar pedal. Is that your African father voice? No, that's like a... Even your African father would want a Earthquaker devices. That's my boxer voice. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. Well, I my experimental voice is my natural voice. So I would say, why not get a little experimental <laughs> with their new rainbow machine pedal? <laughs> it sounds like you can be Jimi Hendrix in one guitar pedal and one headband. The Rainbow Machine is Earthquaker Device's most experimental and esoteric offering, which obviously goes well with the most esoteric hip-hop podcast esoteric. known to man. It combines DSP-based pitch shifting with digital oscillators to create a wild, out-of-control beast like No Can Do at a strip club in Greektown in Detroit. Throwing money. <laughs> While the pedal can get some very nice subtle effects, it really shines when the more ambiguous aspects of the pedal are explored. Ambiguous pedal. <laughs> this pedal marks a different approach to the way Earthquaker Devices design pedal functions by leaving it more open-ended than the other pedals in the lineup. Open-ended. They've got a lot of other models available online, so check them out at www.earthquakerdevices.com and use the offer code SHOTSFIRED at checkout for 10% off. Thanks to Earthquaker Devices for sponsoring the show, and thanks for listening to Shots Fired. Plow. Shots Fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? This is Shots Fired with Jeff Weiss, myself, No Can Do, and we have the Peanut Butter Wolf here. The late Peanut Butter Wolf. And he's pulling out black cards. <laughs> he's pulling out platinum and black cards. <laughs> Comparing his signature with famous uh, oh, man. famous comedian signatures on the uh, on the uh, fucking table here. You got to sign the table, by the way. Yeah. Right by Chris oh, Christie. I know. I'm right by to, Chris Christie. Former. I'll just sign my last name. Isn't he the governor the of New Jersey? Chris Christie? <laughs> I believe so. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's, the, that's, the, that's the, our possible next president, right? I hope not. Anyways. I don't know. I should know these things. Co, can I call you Mr. Peanut Butter Wolf in there? Yeah, that looks like yeah. me there, too. Yeah. Can I call you PBW? Um, Mr. Wolf. If you're British, call me Mr. Wolf. If you're French, call me Peanut. Do they really call you Mr. Wolf? <laughs> yeah, do you oh, yeah, they call all you do. Mr. Wolf? Everyone yeah. in, in the UK. Really? <laughs> and in Japan, they call me Penis Butter. <laughs> no, the, the really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're lying, bro. That's crazy. Oh, go, you're like the West Coast DJ Spina. So if you don't... Um, how would you describe if someone was just like tuning in and I'm sure like most people listening to this podcast know Stone Throw. How would how do you ever describe Stone Throw when you like meet somebody awkward and they're like, So what do you do for a living? It's a happy accident. I know. I'm always trying to describe it to people I meet on the airplane and they're like, uh, okay. Like, so you release yeah, so, records. So, so, yeah. <laughs> you drive Isn't the record class? industry dying? <laughs> let, let's say let's say you're on a jet blue flight and you know you're you know, you're in like, you know, right. business class where the fuck You're watching an I episode wish. of Everybody Loves hey, Raymond. I'm always a comedy. <laughs> okay, so maybe so so maybe you're in seventeen seventeen E, right? <laughs> and you're back there and you're sitting next to like, you know, 
Uh, you're going to Phoenix. You got a show in Phoenix, and, right? You know, there's a uh, you know a mom and her. You know, she's from Scottsdale, and her husband's a dentist. And yes, you know, she has a daughter that was really into Florida. I'm really feeling the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got a daughter that's really into Florida. She has a son that she just bought a guitar for, and you have to explain <laughs> what you do in music. You know, <laughs> like oh, my son loves guitar. Do you like this is I guy Jack Johnson? I like all kinds of music. And then I go, what about you? And they go, I like all kinds of music. And I go, well, name some people you like. And they're like, I don't know. There's too many. And they go, name some people you like. And I go, oh, there's too many. Like, and then you're like, I like Anna. That's, that's, like, like, <laughs> like, that's a cop out. It's like, it's funny. Like, cause like, like, what are you like? I'm like, I don't know. I'm in the like, techno infused dub from <laughs> like, yeah. like what language are you speaking? You know, right. I just, I, I just that. look, I, them, I just look them in the eyes and I say, Everybody loves Stevie Wonder, don't they? <laughs> and, then, and then we get into some Stevie I Wonder. I met Stevie Wonder and I gave him a Mad Lib CD and then he f- he didn't look at the artwork and I got really uh, offended and then I'm like, oh wait, why would he look at the artwork he doesn't see? You're a dick for that. That's so <laughs> fucked up. There's no way, well, the truth is when you talk about Stevie Wonder, it's like there's no way to not say something probably accidentally offensive because it's just like Stevie Wonder, he's such a lovely human being. He just, but yeah, he's I was a, so nervous. Was, he's ever, the epitome of long hair don't care. Do you though. ever wonder how <laughs> he don't give a fuck. Yeah, He's like, I I'm mean, I, I stalked him. I followed him in the bathroom, and his bodyguard was like, "Okay, this is weird. What are you doing? Get away from him!" And then he overheard because I was like, "Oh, I gotta meet him." Mad Lib did a whole album of Stevie Wonder songs. Yeah, yeah. And then he overheard the the manager, and then he called the manager over, and then the manager came back, and he said, "Okay, Stevie wants to talk to you. You got thirty seconds." Yeah. Yeah. One time I got I got drunk. I was at the fucking Fonda. It was like this, uh, the Roots like Grammy party, and uh, I was super I faded. Once, I was yeah. up in like the fucking VIP. They were giving out free Hennessy. That shit just becomes like a fish concert. I was telling you. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and, and like you know, I saw Shaka Khan. I was raised off of Shaka Khan's music, bro. So I went up to you know Shaka Khan, like but like so fast and so quick. Yeah. I was unpredictable. I was like Shaka Khan, give <laughs> yeah. me a hug. And yeah. then like her fucking bodyguard was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You're like this is the Shaka Khan. <laughs> this is a big scene. That always happens. Yeah. She is actually a con. Yeah. <laughs> that happened yeah. to me with Pharrell too because uh, this was like before Dilla passed away and I was trying to get him Dilla's new music and stuff and then some people were like you you, just look, you look too intense like get away like, well, that's <laughs> dope you're a label look you're a label head and I look up to you because now I'm a label head right and I, I literally you gotta do that like yeah like I kind of I mean, fight for the to, artist but, yeah, yeah. But, and I don't think I do it as, I don't think I would rush Stevie Wonder I think I would <laughs> hold back in the urinal yeah yeah, but I feel like it's Stevie Wonder would it for probably you, like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever hear back from Stevie Wonder? No. <laughs> he was really cool. I mean, he was awesome. You know, the fact that his manager or bodyguard or whatever was protecting him, but, you know, he was like, no, no, let me talk to this dude. <laughs> when I have bodyguards, when I get rich and famous, I want them all to be in, like, Dragon Ball Z Goku outfits. <laughs> all Goku. There's a band like that from Japan, kind of, called P-Lander Z. What? Yeah, it's really weird. Let me look them up. Yeah, let me, let they, me they, put they them like on my Spotify. Heroes. They were like, yeah, people were trying to make them happen for like a year. P Lander? How do you spell P Lander? Uh, like it sounds. P Lander? Like P and Lander. Penis butter. P- yeah. Penis butter. Oh, shit. I put P-E-E-L-A. So, George Duke, died. were you upset that George Duke passed away? I was very upset. Yeah, I still, I mean, I Dame, Dame Funk like texted me when it happened, but um, yeah, I mean... I actually, yeah. I mean, I, I immediately thought of Chris Clark, you know, Stanley Clark's son. Cause yeah. Oh shit. They're, like they're all like kind of close and stuff. So. Yeah. And I was a big George Duke fan as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So you put out you just put out an album actually from Steve Arrington and Dame, yeah, today. 
or yeah, yesterday? I mean, digitally, yeah. And yeah. then we're waiting on the vinyl, but yeah, I mean. So wait, 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 wait. Not today, because this is two, this is Thursday, Tuesday. So, yeah. so two days ago. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's the internet. Tuesday. Time is not real. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um... Has it been cool, kind of, to get to like meet like uh, all the legends that you've kind of like grown up like? You know, Steve Arrington was one of them, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I just have this distinctive memory of riding my bike and playing it on the boombox when I was eleven. Yeah, years old. is there like a slave song you like? Just like because I bet a lot of people haven't heard slave songs, so like maybe like a. Let's I mean, Snapshot was the one when I was a kid, and All like right. you know, you should say a song from the band Slave because that sounds weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like, like what? Is so Steve Arrington was in a band called Slave, and actually he left the band and um, started his own thing. But yeah, when they came out with, well, they first it was like just a touch of love and watching you. Yeah. Those were kind of big hits. Yeah. Just a touch of love, love it. <laughs> This shit is hard. This is just like the freestyle that you're talking about where artists come on and freeze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you ever try to rap? Do you ever you ever try to rap, right? We're talking about white people rapping because someone I asked mean, me that. Like, when, what year were you born? Uh, uh, 81. End oh. of 81. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. What year you were, were you born? 69. 69? But I, I rapped in 86, 87. So oh, yeah. really? I you thought were it in would the be before, before you were born. But were you, you in were, the Bay? You were five. Um, I was in San Jose. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I was with John Wayne. Me and John, me, John Wayne, and Japan, uh, and Gaslam Killer were in Japan. We got caught in a what's that shit called? A fucking uh, not Tsun- a, tsunami? Not a tsunami. It's a, a oh, typhoon, no. a cyclone, a typhoon. And we right. had to stay an extra day and do a free show to pay for our hotels. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and he's played me a gang of like early Bay Area shit, and I'm like, John, I grew up off that because my father was from up there. Okay, and I'm like, John, how do you know all this shit? And yeah. he said that you put him up on it. Oh yeah, I, I, I made him a folder of a bunch of stuff yeah yeah i was saying like you know how uh the white rapper thing if you were a white person that was very into hip-hop like you almost have a lot of respect for it to have not like it was like john wayne we were talking about it mm-hmm. he's got it like the great white rapper voice like he's like mm-hmm. him like an e dawn and like a few other aesop rock i think is a pretty great like natural deep kind of yeah but definitely most white i wouldn't do when you rap no you i mean not yeah i i knew i knew right away i couldn't rap but you <laughs> yeah know, it's I pretty apparent <laughs> that's what i'm saying like no cans like i'm like you can rap <laughs> like like you probably rapped the first time and people were like Oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> no, 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 no. The first time I rap, it was like shut this kid up. If when it's not that, no. Yeah, you're like, you, really. You just, you just have to be stupid enough to believe that people want to hear you rhyme things, right? Over and over and over, and like I, you know, like I think it takes a long time for you to even get your voice. You know, I don't know, whatever. Nah, you know, pretty early on, I think when you hear yourself recorded that you're oh, just I like. Knew. Yeah, <laughs> but the only reason why I did, I was actually so when I was in San Jose, I worked with a couple MCs and then one of them went to the service and the other guy had a really good voice but he never took it seriously and then don't you hate that oh yeah let's play should we play slave let's play slave snapshot yeah yeah right, like go. uh and I want get in there. hold on all right. all right cool I like that I like that he spelled funk with a with, with an O with who? a didn't he spell it like F-U-N-G-K who Steve Arrington or no didn't oh, he have a song know. or something slave had a song oh yeah yeah is it was it stellar funk or? Oh. Yeah. Um, well, you know your stuff. Right, uh, yeah, well, Dame, I think, like, a lot of, you know, Dame kind of put me up on a lot of, I think that's been one of the coolest things. Well, that was what brought Dame and I together is I met him at a club, and then he was like, oh, man. Which club? It was at Starshoes. Okay. It was like. That's were, when Hollywood when, was when, popping. When, when it was like Soul or something. Or something. Or fuck, uh, but, you know, they, they, were, they did it. more like kind of like 60s deep funk and then they asked me to spin and I played like 80s funk and no one was really doing that at the time this was like 
10 years ago. And Dame came up, he's like, oh man, it's so refreshing to hear somebody else playing this that, that knows the, the stuff. And then he told me he had a Steve Arrington and the band Slave, um, the DVD, like a bootleg DVD of their performance. And so that's what brought Dame and I together, because like, you know, that was, I mean, you can't even find it on YouTube. Really? Still? Yeah, still. That's crazy. Um, so not that much footage exists of that band has Steve Arrington given you any kind of like because Dame told me once that like he would just drop like incredible amounts of knowledge which is crazy because Dame is yeah. one of those people that should, like w- you'll be like Dame will just talk to you and then he'll have like 45 minute soliloquies where you're like <laughs> at the end of it you're like I feel so much wiser <laughs> you know the, the Steve has Steve dropped Steve's it. like that definitely yeah. yeah Steve's great he's um yeah he's helpful in life yeah has he given you anything in particular that you've learned from I mean, it's, there's always something, but yeah. I mean, usually when I'm on the phone with them, it's it's a good hour, you know. Yeah, just a good catch up. Cause, you know, well, I think that's one of the cool the things I've always thought about sounds though, because like, uh, you know, like everyone focuses on like you know the Diller, the Madlib stuff, but like there's someone like Dame who like when you're putting out that record, you know, we're talking about '80s funk, like no one would have given Dame like a record deal. I think at that time, you know, he's like he was like mid to late 30s kind of like yeah. hadn't like really had much of recording history other than like playing keyboards on but obviously I mean has that always been the kind of philosophy underpinning it like sort of you just wanted to kind of give a chance to people that you liked that maybe didn't fit necessarily in whatever the industry I just, was. I just always felt like the philosophy is just don't think too hard about it just do it you know if you like mm. it yeah that's also uh, Warren Buffett's uh, philosophy a, and goes. Floyd Mayweather's philosophy wow, wow. Yeah, I so. mean, I feel like <laughs> how can you be different if you're like accepting conventional logic? You yeah. know, like it's not it's going to be just the same. This is what what I can say. Like what what I can say with like moves that you've made and uh and just like gen, general good good business is that uh you know, like if I don't think you you guys haven't done a bunch of shit that other people are doing just just to keep up with the Joneses and you've like really just carved a good niche and you've attracted so much like so many like-minded people to you uh, you know because you did that so well and you know i i'm i mean i don't know if, like well like Tyler the creator and shit and them and like an earl and them they were like huge stone Soul fans yeah there's no kid in la that wasn't a fucking stone Soul stone Soul fan there's nobody there's nobody that fucking who went to fat beats or, or like you know anybody who was into rap or yeah but i hip-hop. feel like like the odd future kids were not the kind of kids that were like going to fat beats N- no every well, rapper future, what was strange about them is they didn't know the rap stuff for stone so they 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 found out about it through james pants and then gary wilson and then wow and then dame funk and then eventually found out about you know doom and whatever is that really how they found out about so like, they doom found out about Mal- doom later yeah what well that's what tyler was saying i mean they they're these guys just did a documentary on Stonesler and they interviewed, you know, Tyler, a bunch of different people, but that yeah. was like one of the things he said. And like Step Kids, like you know, he likes a lot of the stuff that is not the kind of music that he's making necessarily, you know. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, I like Boardwalk a lot too. That stuff is good. Oh, cool. How did you hear that? Like just randomly someone sent a demo or we should play Yeah, a, the, play the a singer was song. like a, a vocal coach and she just hit me up. Yeah, put it on the background. Yeah, boardwalk. I'm gonna blame. I like that. I mean, I like that. Like, I feel like there's not uh, many labels that are doing that kind of. Like, there's not many labels that still put out hip hop and other stuff, and never probably have been. Did you feel like there was a lot of like, con- you know, people? Distri- I think you, we once talked about that, where like distributors were kind of like stick to hip hop or stick. to... Yeah, no, they definitely said that. Um, 
And I, I remember distinctively the, the, the distributor said, you know, I we know rock labels that try to put out hip-hop and it didn't work, so you're a hip-hop label, so you shouldn't put out rock. And You know you know what doing that is called when you do things that like people say you can't do? Hmm. It's called stunting. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking stuntman, my guy. <laughs> Come on. Oh, man. I'm just blowing his head. This is what I should have did for the Dessa episode. You should have just given It's just that I have more background <laughs> history. That Okay, the first time I met you, I'm going to tell this story. The first time I met... I'm play Boardwalk, Wolf. I'm going to blame in the background when this we're the Millers thing. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was I was at Lone Wind. This was like shortly after I released my first record, Jimmy the Lock, in 2010. And uh, mm-hmm. you, it was you. It was downstairs. I was drunk and on like a on a high i was like i felt like like the best rapper in the world nice and it's a uh, slow ballad song so i want I'm, you to just go with it you were you were with, <laughs> you were with uh you were with uh leor brown who's my publicist at the time oh uh, yeah uh-huh and and i was just talking shit woot, 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 da, 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 and like you know i was like you know uh i was like hey what's up man you know like slappy five or some some yep. shit and then you know he's like then Leo was like, "Do you know who this is?" I was like, "No." And then he's like, "That's Peanut Butter Wolf." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, and I just ran away. <laughs> I was like, "I'm sorry, man." Like it was, it was like it was awkward, man. That's funny. Yeah. Well, so then like Mad Lib, you you, I'm kind of curious. I mean, sure, I have heard the story, but like, so maybe for people that didn't hear, like, how did you discover? Like, you discovered Mad Lib on like it was like a B, it was like a B side or something, right? Or it was uh, a 12 inch yeah. it was like an EP that Attack his dad of the, put out right? yeah Attack of the Tupperware Puppets and I just I was listening to college radio and I liked the song and I called the the DJ and got the phone number from her and I called and his dad answered that's and, tight and I was living in the bay at the time and then they, they all drove up to San Francisco and took a meeting with me so what what goes on in this first meeting with you Mad Lib and his dad like, that <laughs> be like the, the most well it was Mad Lib yeah Wild Child DJ Roams and Mad Lib is Mad Lib speaking at this point no, or is... <laughs> no 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 but I thought Mad Lib I thought DJ Roams did the beats because the yeah. DJ usually is the guy who makes the beats but yeah. it wasn't it was you know I, I later found out it was Mad Lib so then like it just was uh, it was from there I mean I yeah, that was like '97 or something, maybe. What was Madlib like in 1997 at this time? Was there ever like a like Madlib is wilding out period where he's just like partying, or was it just kind of always well, like I mean, wanting in the studio? When he drinks, he, he yeah, he'll, he has. Does Madlib turn up? Is the question. <laughs> no. Does he even turn up? Okay. Last time I saw him was the Stone Throw show we did for the documentary party. Tired. Was he turned? Here, we're let's play Loop Pack Attack of the Tupperware Puppets. So then, yeah, you, yeah. then you moved to LA, kind of because I, I moved I to you... LA, yeah, partially because of him. Really? I, yeah. But weren't they living in like? Uh... Well, he was living in. They're from Oxnard. He was Oxnard. living in Santa Barbara, and then I just picked him up on the way and like kidnapped okay. him. Tight. He, he lived with me for you know, five years. Or something. That was the that was the bomb shelter, right? That was where the bomb. It was, was eventually. Like at first, I lived by the airport, and it was a different house. Okay. And then we were just running, and then the guy we were running from, he stopped paying his mortgage. So oh yeah, the house got took away. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. It sucks because we had, we had to move, and it wasn't even our fault. We were paying you know, rent. So uh, I mean, yeah, was it, the was even then was it just hard to get him on the phone? Was it just like call up and that's why I moved in. With them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I couldn't get shit done otherwise. <laughs> that's amazing. He, he's, he didn't have email. I mean, he still doesn't have email. He still doesn't have email. 
That's amazing. I admire that so much that he he really is one of the last artists that's like like that. Yeah. It's, and it's not a pose. No, I mean, I can't like think what? of anybody who doesn't have email. Oh, yeah. French Montana. French Montana doesn't have email? French Montana say, I'm from the streets. I don't fuck with email. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. If you Google French Montana at gmail.com, <laughs> something might happen otherwise. No, it's, it's going to be like, you know, it's, it's going to be like a mustard company or some shit. I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't think. I mean, maybe now, but like at the time, like yeah. he was signed, like he was fucking with Diddy at a point. He, when you're he, saying he was signed to the streets? No, he was fucking with Diddy at a point and didn't have an email. You know? So basically, you know. Yeah. yeah. But he did have a T Mobile site. It's, it's possible, man, you know? Yeah. It's the fifth element of hip hop. I mean, I just like I just like picturing like like I mean, but the other thing is too like he seems like very much like it's never considered. Like it was just like why would I get email? <laughs> like, it's not like because me being like the neurotic Jew that I am, I'd be like because I want to not have email and I want to like not have a phone. Right, and I want right, like, right, but right, like right. I'd be like, wow, what if you get an email from? Reasons. What if you get an email from your editor? <laughs> Are you gonna set up a podcast? Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how people can do that. I mean, dude, like, I'm, I think, you know, like, there's dudes like Prince, and like, you know, like, there's guys, I think J- Prince just come like a music via telepathy. You know, there, there's people who like, you know, like the Jay-Z's line, like, I just run the town, I don't do too much blogging. Like, if you're kicking ass in the real world, motherfuckers will find you. You found Yeah, that's my goal <laughs> in life, is to like, just not have to do Because I feel like if you you can go reach off, out to everybody. You can yeah, go yeah, off the grid. Yeah. If you, yeah. Imagine a dude like like Usain Bolt or something. I'm the fastest man in the world. What the fuck do I need email for? Yeah. You what know? Do, what is this email? Yeah. Just, <laughs> and Mad Lib is like, you know, a genius and, a, and a, a great, great producer. Other producers that want to fuck with him or learn things or other musicians will probably just be like, let me go to fucking Oxnard or wherever he is. I'm going to fucking knock on all these doors. I'm going to find out where the fuck I can find the guy and I'm going to Meet the sage. Well, there's too many people that want a piece of Mad Lib, and it's always been that way. And I think that's why he like hides from all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he deals with a lot of anxiety. I never really had the conversation with him. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I would if I were him. I, I couldn't believe I, I just interviewed him like for the yes or whatever. We should play a track from yes or whatever. Uh, sure. I like that video you guys dropped. It was a cool video. Oh, cool, the new one. Um, and it's always weird because like you never like know what to expect about somebody like that because like he's obviously like a genius, but then you're like. Yeah. You ex- you don't expect geniuses to do like normal things. Right. Then it's like he's like, "Ah, oh, I love Woody Allen." <laughs> I'm like, right, "What?" Right, right. <laughs> like, did you know he like was a big Woody Allen fan? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's just like it's kind of the thing that's like, "Why didn't you ask?" <laughs> you know. And uh yeah, I I just find that really fascinating how like some, you know, someone like that uh, you know, or like uh it's just it's just interesting. There's not like that many people. I I wonder if there's going to be. I mean, we're talking about that like this is a whole anonymity thing like you know it's now it's like a marketing gimmick but he was sort of like one of the original like he was the unseen you know mm-hmm. Wait, was that wasn't that like oh no's nickname for him or something or is it your guys nickname? Oh, I don't know yeah maybe something like they had like some other nickname for him or something like I don't know so the bad kid this is uh right now this is catching the vibe um hey this rap style 
like the very conversational. Like I'm, I'm a rap dude more than more than I am like a production guy. And like just this conversational, laid back delivery. This shit is like, I mean, when was this this record created right here? Do you know? No, I would say like. Maybe 2000 2000 That shit was like Low key ahead of his time Even like Even Dilla Like One thing about About Dilla Not to like Jump subjects But I do that That's All the close. time Is that Dilla I don't it, well, I was gonna say about Dilla Dilla was mostly rapping about like Cars and bitches yeah. And chains and, yeah. and all that Expensive whips And all that yeah. like That's why we put a tire on Jaleb For the album cover Yeah Yeah huh. Yeah And like uh, all, all, all this shit that like Motherfuckers would like Highbrow motherfuckers would like Just shitting on like hip hop for Like the best right. underground artists were doing right. Like you know and I, and I feel like once Once I mean like these artists, like you know that that you're fucking with, like they kind of, kind of created the the archetype without even knowing it for like the young kids, like because there's a complexity in Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla was a fucking uh, a conscious dude, and he hung around conscious dudes, but yet and still he like. Yeah. Rapped about fucking whips and bitches and fuck the police and all that shit that hood dudes were rapping about. Well, it's hard not to like nice things and hating police. You know what I mean? It's like you realize like even like people that can be whatever conscious. I mean, who doesn't like nice? I mean, people like nice clothes. I feel like it's when it gets to the point where it's like I, I only rock. Three thousand dollars suits or five thousand dollars suits, but back in the early two thousands, in the early two thousands, it was like you're Talib Kweli. Or your yeah, Nelly, of course, yeah. And there's never, but even like, but and he, now you. But have, even Nelly had a sweatsuit. <laughs> yeah, but the, you know, but like it was a name brand the sweatsuit. And it was true. about that, like. But now, like you know, there, there's who's juicy. There's like Kendrick. There's your Kendricks and there's your yeah. Dannys and there, there's these like complex individuals and like low key like. These are all major label dudes. These yeah. are like big money dudes, and uh, you know Nelly's producer. He was like a like a real keep it real hip hop head too, like a boom bap kind of kid. Really? Yeah. What was the, the one that did um, Southern Hospitality? <laughs> really? Or not not, or no, not country grammar. I'm sorry, country grammar. Yeah, exactly. I, I do. I don't, I don't think any any fucking rapper is in a real hip hop guy. It's just when you yeah. get that money and that big show, you got to like. I don't yeah, know. You got to put on that big show. Also, country grammar <laughs> is the greatest beat ever. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Can we play country grammar real quick? Yeah. Do we need to? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean. I I'd rather it's great. What do you want to hear? Like, yeah, I, I want to hear. Can we hear the country grammar instrumental? No, I know we can find that. No, don't. I don't want to hear. Nelly's don't play the. It's right no. Now. Play it. Play <laughs> no, the song. Everyone has heard. Nelly's play, no. Play. Uh, no one's heard it in forever. Right now, you're copping out. Now we got yeah, it. Now we have dude. a context for it. Yo, I never understood like the whole play the country grammar I mean, song. Nadlev and I DJed Usher's Grammy party, and Nelly was up there on stage. He was just giving daps like the whole time. He was totally into it. So Usher are doing like you know super underground shit. Is Usher a fan of Stones though? No, I don't think so. I don't know. We'd have to. Who's like them. the weirdest people that you've gotten like that are like fans of Stones though? Mm. Well, like you never. I guess well, I like, guess like the Elijah Wood when I first met him, that was kind of yeah. you know that threw me off. I guess Elijah Wood looks kind of like your fan base though. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is all right. You're right. It's I could fun. imagine it's a party. I could We're imagine in the Master. <laughs> I could imagine Master P really fucking with you guys in your business. Model. <laughs> I could imagine that. Well, you guys know Issue. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but that he, makes sense because he's ripping off Doom with that mask. Well, he came to the office with his dad with E40, oh, and, he, and E40 was like, oh. he didn't really know about Stone Soul, but he was like, yeah, you know, my son, like, 
my son's like kind of weird, you know. But I was, uh, he's like, I was the same way when I was his age. You know? Son be wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> Forty must have been real weird at sixteen. <laughs> like if you think he's about like, it. he said, yeah, you know, my like, yeah, when I was that age, I, I wore glasses without the, the the frames and stuff, or without the the yeah, glass. It was like fucking Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> E forty's the hood, Teddy Roosevelt. Yes, <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it was funny having him in the office, like kind of selling us on his son, you know. Yeah, I. Uh, Are you gonna put that, put a record out from him? I love Issue. I'd love, yeah, I mean, we talk about it, but we haven't really. I'm more of a droopy fan of the of the two. Uh, yeah. Of the two. yeah, I like Dro- I like the droopy song with yeah. Nigel. Oh, nice. Yeah, you hear that song? You wanna, mm-hmm. you wanna hear that? Jazz? Yeah, play. It. All right, we'll play that one. <laughs> Enough with Nelly. <laughs> well, this is gonna be all back. Nelly's amazing, dude. Nelly was amazing for like one year. Dude, Man. and that song that, that uh, was a hit. "Batter Up" was tight. <laughs> Batter up. Batter up. I like that song. That's when I like the videos were themed like super, like literal, like we're playing baseball. This is about well, batter to up. To be fair, Nelly was pretty into baseball at all times. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, so like, what's up with Doom? <laughs> what's up with that guy? Next question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> next question. Right. Right now, I'm playing a show. Oh, yeah, you're going in, to low in London, Europe. London with Doom right okay. now. Yeah. Are you gonna like be like so? Want to collab? Nah, nah. <laughs> not really. Me and yeah, you know, you can't really do that with Doom. me and my homie stole some cabassier from Doom's dressing room while Doom was sitting there right in front of us in like nice. 2004. And you know, we then we're outside, we're drinking it. This is when we were little fucks, you know, and we we're like, we we're at the Fonda. I don't know how I got backstage at all, but uh, you know, and then like the same guy with with a mask on walked by us while we were fucking drinking this cavassier. Yeah, and we're like, damn, we're dicks. Have you seen Doom without the mask? Yeah, so. Oh yeah. Well, he used to live with us too. Really? Yeah. yeah. What was that? At the, at the like Masonic when that Lodge. album came at out. The, at the Masonic Lodge. <laughs> Basically. No, right, like as we were recording that album, well, yeah, yeah, he, he, ended up, he ended up staying with us for, you know, months. What? Like what? we would get him a hotel room and he wouldn't even like use it. He would just be at our house all the time. Right. Really? What is, Who wants to stay in a hotel anyway? They smell no, I know. weird. Definitely. I would totally want to stay in a hotel at all times. All the time? All the time. But you had a studio at like house, Dylan, right? like Dylan McCain, Beverly Hills 90210. Just living yeah. at the Bellage Hotel. Was there a, <laughs> was there a studio at the house? Uh, or was it, it near the really, studio? Yeah, if you want to call it that. Is that where Mad Villain was? A lot of it was, it was recorded? Pretty, yeah, a yeah. lot of it was recorded. No, yeah. I mean, we didn't we didn't know what we were doing as far as the equipment. We just had whatever. He had like really? a digital board and, you know, Mad Lib like never really multi-tracked his beats. It was always like two-tracked. Mm, yeah. So I think the funniest thing was when, like, uh, I mean, he did like what he turned in like some of the stems for, or, like he turned in some vocals for Mad Villain too, and then like they were just in disarray, or like right. it was just not like an album or something. Oh, the Mad Villain too. Yeah. Well, there just wasn't enough songs, yeah, and they were, you know, they were all really short. So are you sitting on like Mad Villain two songs, like like five or six of them? Well, he would a lot of them. He went he and sounds, like re-recorded the like lyrics. Like I'm doing this for the record nerds of America. You're all right? frothing at the mouth. You're like, yo, <laughs> so so what are do you, I look like? Are you like? literally <laughs> sitting on these songs? I'm like, get up, yeah, I'm like, get up from yeah. your seat I'm right like, now. You're, yeah, you're gonna get robbed on the street. Uh, exactly. <laughs> give me those. Give me your Mad Villain two songs. <laughs> No, yeah, we, I have some stuff. <laughs> Getting robbed by a message board. <laughs> I mean, it was at the point where I was wondering if we should just put out an EP, you know, with the stuff that we do have, because yeah. it's just like years go by, and it's like, mm, yeah. It's I mean, be the, another the yes dem- or whatever part two. The yeah, demand no is so high, you know, like, and from what I understand, he's like trapped in England, right? Yeah. So that's what I understand. Can he can he go to the EU at all, or can he just not come to the states? I don't know. I yeah, thought he's I going. Really... I thought he's playing in the EU with you now. No, he's playing in London. Oh, just in London. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. The demand is high, bro. Kids 
love Doom like what? a motherfucker. How did you end up meeting Dylan in the first place? Mm, I put out a record called Peanut Butter Breaks in 1994, and House Shoes was working at a record store, and he bought the record for the store, and then my pager number was on the, the record, so he paged me, and then he's like, <laughs> Wait, yeah. what year was this? 94. <laughs> what color was your pager? Black. Was it like the Do one? they have different color pages? I only had a black pager. Yeah, they had the greatest day of my life when I got a pager. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little younger than you guys, so we were, we were swagging uh, okay. out with our pages. So. Nice. Yeah, and the one year difference. <laughs> so, long story JD short, yeah, it was like 90, <laughs> 94, 95, and then he cool. told me, oh, my man JD, you gotta hear his beats, blah, 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 you know. And then I just stayed in touch with him. I, I actually put out a, a bootleg with JD like in 97 for Japan only. It was a bunch of his remixes. Huh. So then, and then when Lupac came out, he was just in love with it and um, contacted me. And then we we flew out. He flew us to um, Detroit to work on some of the stuff for the MCA record that never came out. Really? But that was like 2001. That what was, was that vibe like when forward. you guys were working on that? What was the studio like at the time? Or like that? Just um, how she was filmed the whole thing. He he actually still has it. Some of it made its way into the Stone Store documentary, but it's um. I mean, it was funny because they were just everyone was smoking weed, but the weed was—I don't even smoke, but yeah. like that weed was—it was, it was some bad weed, wasn't uh, yeah. like I bad. Mean, I, yeah. yeah, 2001 Detroit weed cannot it be wasn't, good. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. I'd imagine that Detroit weed right now is not that good. It's still not like you know the like shit Cali that weed. motherfuckers are smoking. I was smoking yeah. Baton Rouge weed last year, and that was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like can't even get high from that. That's trend. that Gulf But you were walking. I was weed. when I was walking around with some like California weed. They were like, "What? You have medical marijuana from California? Be my best friend." Yeah. I was like, "All right, don't kick me." out of the hotel yeah um That's so golf golf spill weed that's just bad bro. so what it's happens in a conversation shit. between jay Dilla mad did jay Dilla? Mad and Dilla i mean yeah. it was the first time they hung yeah. out in a studio and madla was on one side of the room and Dilla was on the other and they just like yeah they just looked at each other and smiled the whole time pretty much like, and sign, then, i mean by the end yeah. yeah they were they were talking a little bit but yeah. i mean he picked us up and took us to the strip club and that's that's i think we got more accomplished there probably yeah, I went to a strip club in Detroit. It's like a group bonding experience. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was? Yeah. I was sitting across from a strip club and I was like, should I go to this? I'm like, I'm no, it's probably the club. same one. It's like in that downtown area near the place where like they filmed right the down, like, eight a, mile battles. Right down like a block from Greektown? Yeah. Yeah, I almost went to that one. I was sitting across the street from me because I was staying at the Athenium. Yeah, that's where I was staying. You were staying? And right down there was the strip club. <laughs> yeah, right there I didn't go. Oh, okay. You went. How was it? I'm married. I got to go to the strip club. To see <laughs> I got to see these new titties. And uh, I went there and I was with it with a whole bunch of battle rappers and like low key. Like, when I'm with when I'm with battle rappers, I always have more money than they do, whether I win or lose. So I'm over there. I'm like, come on, guys. Here, I'll buy you a dance. I'm like, Oprah, I'll buy you a dance. I'll buy you a dance. Everybody like, gets a lap dance. And then so whatever. I went in and then like, you know, and after a while, like, you know, they like. Basically, I just like paid because it was like Mexico prices, bro. So like, <laughs> I paid for like twenty lap dances. I hope not Mexico behavior. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I mean, I could have made that happen, but I wasn't trying to. Sounds but, like yeah. Poland prices. <laughs> okay. yeah. I was just in Poland, sorry. But so I like paid. I paid like so much you you know, money to this for 40, 40 rubles. <laughs> I got so many dances, and then when I finished, like the like when I finished, it was like last call for alcohol, and I walked out. Then everybody was gone except for one dude, and he was looking at me like I shattered his dreams because it's like this you know battle kid like, you know, it's like <laughs> you're a horrible person <laughs> i'm glad that you did that because now i didn't have to go to that strip club i don't have that i think you still should <laughs> no i don't think we're going to detroit there. anytime soon yeah. um no nothing that whole city's bankrupt they filed for bankruptcy i think right what do i look like a guy who reads the newspaper every day <laughs> you're, I, you write for the newspaper <laughs> not a, <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> My mom thinks right. I'm in accounting school. <laughs> you're ruining everything. Uh-oh. God, sometimes I have that. Do you, like, what, do you, what do your parents think about... You're, you're Polish, right? Do, was your yeah. dad like, what are you doing? Going in the music industry. Or was it just like, yeah. I mean, at first he was like that. But, you know, he, he always told me not to do it. But then when I started... Balling on him? You start well, stunting? Well, no, no. The You're first like Hollywood what happened, records. What happened when Hollywood you start records. stunting, bro? <laughs> no, I was going to say, when I started my first label was in 19, 1990, and he lent me $500 to start it. So even though he was telling me, you know, you shouldn't do this, he still, like, supported it financially. That's tight. Does he tell his friends that my son is a stunt man? Does he, he say that? He tells his friends, have you ever heard of Aloe Black? <laughs> He's famous. Have you heard of Peanut Butter Wolf? He's famous. You never heard of him? Yeah. He's famous. You're not familiar with underground hip hop then. Stones throw records? <laughs> They're famous. Every time I go to my grandmother's house, she tries to give me fucking pamphlets for West LA Community College. Uh, for real? And I'm just like, Grandma, like, don't you, like, like, don't you. Don't you see what's going on here? Yeah. She's just like, nah, but you should go to school. And I'm like, yeah, if I got up in the Jewish Journal, they'd be like, what? <laughs> like, mm. you made it. Yeah. Jewish Journal, dad, flexing. What? <laughs> I think Mayor Hawthorne did. And he, yeah, his family was. My mom, my mom met Mayor Hawthorne's uh, at a wedding, as a matter of fact. And she's like, do you know this guy? His name is Andrew Cohn. I was singer. about to say Mayor Hawthorne isn't a real real Jewish name. I call him <laughs> yeah, no it's not. Do, do you know do you know people so originally Hawthorneberg? <laughs> do you know Stein. fucking uh people like, you know, older black people call Hawthorne Horthon and I heard somebody really? <laughs> they're Horthon. They call it Horthon. And I was with uh Jube with the Freestyle Fellowship. Yeah. And you know, like this that's it's like an age gap between huge age gap. And he was like, Yeah, man, you know, uh, I was just in this Mayor Horthon and I just started cracking up. I was like, ah, <laughs> like no you've heard them say his name is Hawthorne just say Hawthorne I know you call the city Hawthorne <laughs> it's not spelled that way yeah, yeah. not fans of the scarlet letter and then Juke um, kicked me in the chest and I flew through a fucking pizza glass window shout out to Juke um, <laughs> yeah so I don't know what uh what's next for you guys Are you, you, you're doing a, you're doing a soul tour right now we're gonna get soulful shoot yeah what? Soul. <laughs> Should we play a Myron and E song? Because they, they they're also on the yeah. Let's hear some. Let's what was this video you guys released one today? Right? Oh yeah. Maybe my love is that it? Do it disco. Do it disco. All right. So how did you did, Myron and E? They're from the. But Bay? Don't play that one. Don't play that That's one. That's my least favorite on the whole album. Okay. Do it disco. Yeah. Okay. What, what do you want? <laughs> Anything with that? If I gave you my love, is that an album? Uh, Broadway, Cold Game. Mm, no, keep going. Uh, or is there any more? Uh, maybe. Uh, I can't let you get away. Yeah, play that one. Cool. All right, this is Myron <laughs> performing. I can't let you get away. Live on KCRW. Um, oh, it's a live one. This could be. A, a oh, nine, don't play it. Then. Nine minutes. <laughs> all right. Play the nine live minutes one. of live. All right. Um, you can play whatever. All right. They don't know. It's a shame. Yeah, they don't know. All right. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> from yeah, the album Broadway. Is this from the one? Is that the name of the album yeah. today? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, don't play that one. Just kidding. <laughs> so a remix. It's not an official remix. <laughs> re-edit. Jeff Weiss re-edit. Yeah. Someone sent me a Herb Alpert disco re-edit today. How is it? Kind of good. <laughs> what song? Uh, I'll tell you right now. Not rotation. It was not one. It was not like a. It's not like Rise or like a. Obviously, it wasn't like a, the one that Tristan Quente sampled. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've always said that you can always uh, the easiest thing to find in a record store is a Herb Alpert. Any used record store is a Herb Alpert record. Right. 
Listening to Myron and Adrian's. I, I already know that. I was here the whole time. Classic. Um, Let the system influence you. They don't say what we need to know. The more they do, the less we control. So what is the what is what is next for you guys? You put out the John Wayne records. Yeah. Did you not like White Rapper? He's the first White Rapper you guys have put out, right? Is that uh, not counting Mayor Hawthorne as haircut? I know, right? Was E Was E Not on Stone Throw. No, I wish. Oh, yeah, I no. wish. I wish I worked with E Yeah, actually, E like sending. He's been sending me his new stuff. Is it? It's great. good. It's really good. It's he wants to do like a double EP, one EP of rap and one EP of rock. So. Yeah. Yeah. Gaslamp Killer was telling me like he was hearing it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Someone like in the in the iTunes comments is like, I wish Jeff Weiss would fucking stop talking about E Dawn every five minutes, and I'm like, gonna be like, you know what? If you're still listening, no can brought it up that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say that I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, I'm a big fan of E Dawn's live show. I saw him as my, my first scribble, in 03, I believe, or maybe it was 05. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's and, uh, yeah. but like I. I, I, I really am not a fan of the music, and I know that's gonna make you hate me. But mm-hmm. it just—it just at the time, I don't think that I—I I was into. I don't think that I, I was. I, I don't think I got the whole whole package. I didn't get the story, you know. Right, right. So you know, and, and so you you're know, saying you you liked them live, but not on record. I just wasn't a fan of that style of music. You on, don't like on the, record. Oh, oh, right, right. You're right, saying right. you don't like the kazoo. No, no, no. It's just you know, I just wasn't. Li- and not to say that I didn't well, like. Well, wait music. till you hear his rock shit. Okay. I love rock. It depends. I, I, I just want to say. So, I want to say something that that that's positive. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be positive for us, for instance. But nah. What do you like? I know some kids gonna like want to like be listening to this and be like, would like to. What do you look for? I mean, you've heard that, but like, what do you look for in an artist? It's obviously varies, but. Ooh, yeah. I never. Is there like a? That. Do you think there's an aesthetec that like it's guides been it? It's pretty all over the years place. And I don't know. No, no, seventeen years maybe. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, there's nothing really connecting like Doom to Boardwalk. No, not really. Or like no, not you know so, this you could draw not off. not what do you look like so, so you, you, what do they what do they look for but like you said like if you like it then you fuck with it right yeah so is there like a gut feeling that you get like is it like well, yeah it's what all a gut it? feeling it's all instinct yep. yeah yep and that feeling usually happens like how do you is it like do you end up seeing them live I mean yeah it like, sometimes it's live John Wayne it was live and then um, Boardwalk they sent their demo mm-hmm. sometimes people i know like say oh I, I know you're gonna like this like dave cooley who's our engineer he's like yeah he said you know i don't want to waste your time but this guy jaunty oh my god you're gonna love it and yeah i listened to it and i was like he's right yeah what's up with it? is he new putting on new album yeah i mean he's just he's been working on it he's back in australia so yeah john wayne's right and john wayne's record's coming out that record's really good i like it a lot yeah. you yeah. heard it already yeah everybody's heard it but me yeah, Kev has been mastering it. I heard like one or two songs. Yeah, he's been killing it. He's been like he kind of you know I think feel like do you feel like that as a rapper? Like at some mm. point you kind of hit that like level like where you like were hit the above stride. It. Yeah, he just kind of you mm. take that leap. A lot of artists do I think like where they yeah yeah when it's it's it, uh, it's uh, it's like the super saiyan moment like when motherfuckers just like I found out what works for me and I'm gonna do that really at right. a high high level you know yeah and I and John Wayne's been doing that shit I, I heard it like a SoundCloud link that he posted like two months ago and I was like oh this is it right here yeah this, when I saw him live yeah. at low end with Scoop DeVille that was pretty fucking insane well he was 
When? Oh yeah, what, the, six yeah. months ago, six five months, months ago. No, nah, it's probably less than that. Cody's got a Cody's got to run, so we're gonna have no. to wrap up this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, however, no. <laughs> Cody's like looking at me like, yeah, thanks. Like, um, so you're you are going? How was Poland, by the way? Did you? What was the fuck happens in Poland? Do they sell Polish spring water in Poland? Well, they love Flario. They love Flario. Were you yeah. spinning as Flario? No, I or was just singing Kraftwerk songs as Flario <laughs> <laughs> with, 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 with Nigel. Nigel yeah. <laughs> Do you really? Only in Poland. Yeah, no, really. In Polish? <laughs> I know. I was actually nervous about doing the fake German accent because they could probably, you know. How did you come up with Filario? If you don't know, Filario. Follow him on Instagram. Filario is pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah. F O L E R. I know you got the name, it's from the restaurant in Highland Park. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I went there with Ariel Pink once. He's like, oh, he loves meet Filarios. me at Filario. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I know where that is. <laughs> I met a beautiful Polish girl named Victoria yes- yesterday. Actually, yeah, she at Filario's. Where is this coming from? At Santa Monica Beach. I just, whatever. Hey, look, <laughs> we're, we're done. <laughs> I mean, I can't say that I met a beautiful fucking. It's like, oh, dude, I'm fucking, I'm well fed, but that that pizza smells good. Um, I'd love to stick my (laughs) something in the pizza now, and my fingers in it. But hey, yo, where are you going to tour? Yeah, let him like. You should go to this. What the tour? Where are you guys going? Oh, you're leaving when? Oh, that's what I'm here to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, where are you guys leaving? No, I don't know. We're doing Pomona first. I know that, and then I think we're ending with LA. Sugar Free is going to be the opening guest in Pomona. I hope. Sugar Free, maybe. (laughs) You sugar sugar. Snoop. Well, they, they just finished their album. Damon Snoop. Yeah, eleven songs. Yeah, Ooh. he played me some of it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's unsurprisingly funky. Yeah. No, it's totally. got, yeah, it's gotten a, a lot better. Like the the first stuff. I mean, it was good anyways, but it, you know, it was he basically went to Dame's house and just recorded in like with no compression or anything on the vocals, and and then they actually like went to a studio and redid it, and it's you know. I think that's real cool that Snoop Dogg just would go to Dame's studio, like randomly. To his house, like, I know. Yeah, like you would expect like Snoop Dogg would be like ferrying Dame to some kind of like far off like house in Chino. Yeah, <laughs> you would, would like, think that it would be like mailing it back and forth. At totally. When it's that that's level. That's really cool. But no, he was, he's, yeah, Dame said no bodyguards, no, no. Are you going to put it on sound though? I mean, that's the plan. That's we'll awesome. See. So yeah, where are you, so where are you guys going to or all over the United States? Up no, it's America? just West Coast. Oh, it's just, just West Coast? Yeah, I think it's just like eight shows or something so. it's all on the stone throw website right yeah all right yeah go to that we're gonna wrap this up thank you oh, for coming yeah. any other shout outs shots fired shots to fire oh no that's <laughs> Flario, <Valerio>, maybe <laughs> Flario. <laughs> all right we're done we gotta go home shots fired shots fired This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. <laughs>